0: To break
1: free. I want to break free Soy dudes We're back with another episode Hockey dudes July 16th 2020 Tom we're here I mean we are here like it's back it, It's back It's so back like Um
2: yeah what Monday was Monday was uh was was camp.
1: Yeah, dude. And the Blue Jackets have been... Right? Yeah. No, yeah. The, we have practice. Like We got hockey players on ice. Has there ever been a more electric training camp for fans ever?
2: If they can let us beer leaguers play, I feel like they can let the guys that have the highest grade of medical science behind them play as well.
1: The highest grade.
2: That's just a thought, though.
1: I mean, top... I mean, they Tear got way better.
2: Compared to us, they're like NASA.
1: They got dudes that are getting paid. They got dudes that are getting paid to wipe down their accidental snot rockets that come out of their nose. Like, oh, snot rocket comes out of their nose on the ice? Oh, we we got a guy that can just shovel that up. He's watching the snot rockets.
2: What What if they had guys on the ice that were like the ball boys for tennis when they hit the net? Like, they just run out and grab the ball. What if every time someone had a snot rocket, you just saw a guy, like, run out, dive, clean the snot rocket on the ice, and then dive
1: right back? I would do that job in a heartbeat. And I know you See, would, too. Be a, I think it'd make the game more interesting. I would, yeah. Oh, yeah, you mean, I like, do this the in game the games? Like, in games. Mid-game. Mid Mid-game. Like how in the NBA, or in you got basketball, it, you the... Got- they, they go to the other end and there's a guy that comes they out with the mop, guy. the squeegee guy. squeeges the side yeah. that nobody's on and then runs just dives off. Yeah. We got we got Snot
2: Rocket guy in the NHL.
1: Squeegee Snot Rocket guys. You I would think, really I have would be electric. You would be. You'd really have to dive back through a hole in the boards though because the game can flip.
2: It has to be like a uh like a like a doggy door.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you,
2: just through.
1: you just dive through it, and then it shuts right behind, and you usually land on like a mattress. And because there's yeah, so many snot rockets, like right like a ball. There's because there's so many snot rockets coming back to and fro, back and forth. They have like a team of guys, like it is literally what the C what the C B G C B J ice crew does, except they get the snot rockets.
2: They would never get to leave the ice. They'd be stuck there. You'd have to skate around them. There's too many snot
1: rockets. <laughs> they just have him do it in the game. Just skating around with picking up snot rockets. Yeah,
2: it's it's, it's just an extra guy to skate around.
1: I mean, why not? You're telling you know? me,
2: Mc, like McDavid, McDavid would still find a way
1: to score G's. Oh yeah, he'd score. He'd be scoring G's. He'd probably use the Snot Rocket guys as, like, picks and stuff, you know?
2: As a, as a, yeah, as a pick. And you just see these Snot Rocket guys. They'd have to wear, like, the bubble ball things they use for, like, uh, blue jacket games for, yeah. like, intermissions when they have the bubble ball games. They'd have to wear those. And you just see, like, Chara come over to, like, step in the lane and this guy just goes flying in his bubble ball just
1: goes flying down the the, like those guys fly when they run into each other and they're the same size running into each other on feet imagine like a full blown nhl player just leveling a guy like free shot you get a free shot to level this guy.
2: It'd be like an NHL twenty moment. Like when NHL twenty just glitches out and the guy goes into like the seventh row <laughs> over the glass, that's what would it be like.
1: That would be amazing. I would sign up for that just once. <laughs> just once. Just send yeah, he, me. Like give me the bubble ball. No half sense, only full sense.
2: And the bubble Z- The bubble ball would also be good for social
1: distancing. It'd be great. It's the perfect Oh why don't we just have everybody wear bubble balls
2: uh, so you're the oh Why my do- God that'd be <laughs> <laughs> the the new this playoff bracket should just be bubble ball hockey it shouldn't be ho- it shouldn't be normal hockey it should be the hockey that we see in bubble balls during the second intermission
1: how about but they're not on skates like it's like the actual mission game where they're on their feet yeah no they the- <laughs> Yeah, they're actually running. They're, they're just skating, they're running. They're just bubbling the dickens out of each other. Like they're just bubble each other for the playoffs. Could you imagine Doc? He'd be losing his we mind. We might have uh, just invented a new sport. And then you could have fans we there. Might have invented you could a new have sport. fans there. They just have to wear bubbles too. <laughs> you just have a bubble. Yeah,
2: I mean so yeah, you can have
1: I think I think we just
2: figured out how to get fans back in the stands. You just got to wear a bubble ball.
1: Like, no. Like, somebody walks in. Hey, do I have to wear a mask? Nope. You just have to wear this bubble. And, like, the dude's just like, sick. You
2: can either wear this mask. You can wear this mask or you can wear this bubble ball. I'm going (laughs) bubble ball.
1: I'm going bubble ball every day. Nothing against the mask. I mean not to go down that road but i mean everybody should be wearing no. their mask it's a it's a piece of cloth it's fine yeah.
2: no we're just trying to we're just trying to find a more enjoyable way to wear something
1: that helps society if i had more than 20 ball. dudes in my phone i would text them all and be like let's record a bubble hockey game mock and show the world how it's done and how electric it could be yeah I would absolutely. He do might it. have just created a new sport. That's is this is amazing. This is amazing.
2: So do you think, do you think Doc's actually going to be at the game? Is he going to be in Hub City?
1: Why wouldn't he do be? You
2: think? Yeah,
1: I would assume so.
2: That's like, well, like I, I watch some, I watch some sports, and they just have them like broadcast and like announced from like some like some random oh, like station like oh, they're not there. Oh,
1: yeah. No. I mean That mean that makes complete sense to me if they do that route. I thought you meant like is he going to be on the broadcast? Yeah, I expect him to be on the broadcast. No, I I, I
2: I Oh, absolutely, but I don't I was just asking do you think like they'd be like, "Ah, we can fit Doc into like a bubble ball up in the
1: stands?" Just have him bubbled up all bubbled up by himself, Doc. See, we're gonna get. This is this is great. No, I, don't, I actually
2: I that I don't want Doc there because I want him to be ready for next year.
1: True. Keep Doc safe at all costs. Protect him. Um, but yes, Tom, the ship is gonna <laughs> sail, dog. Like we we are taking um, off. We're getting ready. It's like that; those last moments before vacation. You're stuffing things in the car, grabbing everything. It's starting to become alive. Like the trip is really gonna happen. That's where we're at right now. Like th- things are I, really I starting think, to move. I
2: think we're at, we're at the point. I, no, I, I I think we're more at the point where uh, we're actually en route to the vacation site. Yes.
1: We've already taken off. The players going to camp is we've already left the driveway. We're on the road. You got the maps on your phone. You got a countdown. How long till we're there?
2: Yeah. The packing was like figuring out the bracket and how the games were going to work. Now they're practicing. So you're like, okay, we're on our way there.
1: Yeah. And obviously our favorite team here at the Hockey Dudes is the Coats. And the Coats are going to play on Thursday, July 30th. They're, we're coming back with three days in a row of exhibition games. And I got to ask you, Tom do you think it has any advantage or disadvantage for the Jackets on the fact that the Leafs will play their coming back game on Tuesday and the Jackets play on Thursday and then two days off and then we play them? Whereas they get four days off before they like, I don't know. Do you think the gap between exhibition game and playoff game has an impact at all? Since it's been so long since they played, I'd say not. And
2: since it's just one game, that's real. No, I I don't think it will. If anything, I'm going to go off last year's performance when we had the extra rest and it didn't turn out well. So I'm going to say it's in our favor.
1: What about the uh, opponents? They have the Habs. We have the Bruins. Like, I feel like that's – if you want to start off against a team, you want it to be one of the best teams in the league for a game that doesn't count, right? Like, if you have to perform your best, you might as well play the game that doesn't count against the hardest opponent so you can say in your head, whether I play after this, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to, like, spin zone – the Blue Jackets playing the Bruins and trying to like hype that up as this is great because now the Jackets can get geared up for a team that the team that they just played pounds every year.
2: No, I, I, I agree. I I would say my spin zone off of that is it's going to be every team's first game back. So I doubt they throw everything to the, to the wall. Or at least I wouldn't. I would really, and especially knowing the next game is when things really start, I think they're going to be kind of cautious.
1: I mean, that makes sense to me. No, that makes sense to me because they're like, definitely don't want any dudes getting hurt in this game. It's going, I. this is the weirdest thing. Yeah. No, but at what time in sports do you go from preseason to playoffs? Because that's basically what this is. It's a game that that doesn't matter. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's more of like a preseason game. Like, all right, let's get more of a in-game feel against another team. Let's run some different lines. Get everyone uh, situated. I, I I don't think it's gonna be great to watch. It's gonna be great for the teams to get ready for the next round. But I don't think there I don't think there's much weight behind it.
1: It would be savage if they let the team play the team like we played but, the leafs. I mean if you win
2: the <laughs> if you win if you win the exhibition game I mean that surely won't hurt be, that'll only boost your confidence.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um
2: like you like like you said if we beat the bruins in the exhibition game I can only sit like I would only think they're thinking like wow. First game back and we were doing pretty damn hot against the bruins.
1: Absolutely. Uh, We're back here with the hockey dudes. Obviously, this is Hayden. Um, You can find me on Twitter. Hayden H971. Tom is the other dude on the phone. He's not allowed back in the studio yet. Um, Tom, let me just let you let me just tell you this right now. It's cold. Oh, dude, it's like it's probably like 50 degrees in here, like legit a hard 50 degrees.
2: They're getting you ready for the exhibition game. And
1: and and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and like I wasn't expecting it cuz I was working in the other studio for the show that we were running and I come in here and I'm just like wow. It's a it's a nice box.
2: Well, I don't know if you read it, so sorry, but uh I think our next our next session starts like mid like the second week of August, so maybe they're just getting you ready for that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm always ready. Tom, I got to tell you the team that you're first of all i want to congratulate you for officially moving from e league to d league huge accomplishment in your life you'll never forget it but i want you to know the team that we're playing yeah. on uh for years was ran by a kind of a like a weirder guy apparently he was like a I don't know, just like this strange kind of guy that like inherently wasn't a big sports guy. Apparently he just liked to play hockey. So he put the team together and that's like, nobody knows why they're called the strong hearts, but you know, I work with the new captain now who's been the captain the last couple of years. And he's been complaining to me about like how nobody wants to play for us. It's so hard to get people to play. And that's why I invited you to move up because I think you're ready. It's the perfect timing but I was like, "Hey, Dwight, what about a rebrand a rebrand?" And he asked Whoa. me he, he asked me, "Well, do you have any ideas?" And the first idea that flew off my head I didn't even ask I didn't even really premeditate yeah. think about this. The first idea that threw flew out of my head was Sharknadoes. the Sharknadoes? <laughs> yeah, she's freaking I'm I, no, can
2: we, can we get a logo with a shark in it? Just, with, a, with a shark,
1: with a, uh, a shark and a tornado? I want a tornado but no, with a ton it. of San Jose shark logos in it. No, I, I maybe a truck or two? <laughs> just everything. Just the sharknados. And then like, we wear like, old school it. sharks jerseys. Yeah, like that bright ass teal. Just the bright ass teal. Like that's our away jersey. No, and then we it. have like the dark black one. Out of everything you could have said, I think that's the best thing. Like I, could I say, like he, I wasn't expecting him to ask me. I should have been. That's I was, cool. I was actually expecting him to say no. Like I said, hey Dwight, like how about a rebrand? I was expecting him to like stomp on me, but then he said, yeah, it's actually like a not a bad idea. Like I'm kind of sick of Strong Hearts. Like do you have any ideas? And like we're like in the same bathroom because we're taking a break and like it's, we're not sharing like a single bathroom, but like you know what I mean. Like. You're just trying to make break small talk while you're in the yeah. bathroom with the guy, like a public bathroom, and I don't know what to say, so I just say Sharknados, and I think I think he might be about it. No, I love it. So I I
2: love that. I'm gonna um, try to
1: push for that. That's so
2: cool. I would <laughs> I'd be on I'd be all for that on Sundays.
1: Okay. All right. So yeah. So ready for Adult League Hockey to be back. Um. Man, it's it's a weird time, but I'm so happy that sports are starting to warm up and come back. We got the Memorial in Columbus this weekend; that's freaking awesome. But yeah, I'm definitely the most yeah, excited cool. about.
2: Like Tiger
1: He started hot and then he cooled down, but then he finished hot. What did he? What did you say he finished? He got a birdie on 18. So he finished one under. He finished hot. He got... Yeah, yeah, he got a birdie on 18. Yeah. Um. But I, I just getting me excited through all of this is reading the fact that the Jackets have a game. August second, August fourth, and August sixth are the three games in place. Uh, and then fourth and f- fourth and fifth, if you know, one team if they split any of those games. But I saw that August second is slotted at eight o'clock, which is a Sunday night. August fourth for the game is slotted at four o'clock, which is a Tuesday,
2: and then like on Thursday, like what are you gonna?
1: How how are you gonna be able to work, Tom? How are you gonna be able to work with with a cognitive mind if 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 the jackets are playing on Thursday at noon?
2: Well, like a bunch, like a bunch of teams are doing that, like like I. I got to imagine just because they're doing hub cities, like, they have to, like, do such weird times to get all these games in. No.
1: Yeah, they're doing, like, three games at each rink a night, basically. And, like, they have to have time to, like, sanitize everything down. They have to put a bumper in case a game goes into overtime or two. Like, there has to be – separated space between these games. And so because of that, you're going to have games taking place during the day at noon while people are at work. Could you imagine being at work, Tom, and trying to think about work while a blue jackets playoff game is going on? Well, that's just when I make someone else drive Um, Two, the way
2: I viewed it. it, It's like an NFL Sunday. Like you have the, you have the one o'clock games, and then you give enough time for all those to end. Then you go to the four o'clock games. You got all the time for that to end. And then you go to Sunday night. It, it's, That's the it, way I view it. No, no. That, no, that, that is the day. way it is. Uh-huh. That's
1: the way it is. But it's just weird. Like, just imagine being at work. And, like, you're doing, like, work stuff. And the jackets are, like, playing for their life. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, no. I,
2: I completely. No. Yeah, no. I'm on your books. That's what I originally thought when I read it. It's just, I'd rather have it this way than no hockey, I oh. I guess was my thought. Oh,
1: absolutely. I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I, I understand. It's, it's, I don't... It's going it's
2: it's to suck. It's going to suck in some cases, but that's the great thing
1: about technology
2: is I can just watch the shit on my phone.
1: Yeah, no, You we can just watch it on our, <laughs> excuse me, phones. It It's going to be like... A March Madness tournament. Like some people have to watch their favorite team during oh, March Madness man. at yeah. like noon. That's what it's gonna be like. And it's just, gonna it's gonna be kinda sweet.
2: You hit the nail on the head there. Yeah.
1: I'm on a I'm on a good I'm having a good day today.
2: Yeah, that was that was that was your second plot. You're up to you're plus two right now.
1: The Jesus Chrysler comment I made to you earlier was like Oh, no,
2: you're plus three. You're plus three pure oh, that was that was a breakaway I, i'm
1: having a great day
2: you saw like one. i
1: tucked it like you so you slotted it up you to me tuck. i took it and i tucked it gosh nobody knows what i'm talking about but i got to post i got to post a screenshot of like you sending me the cars meme and then my reply now for the people but uh nonetheless I tom think-
2: I threw you a loaf of bread. I threw you a loaf of bread and you hit it deep center.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's kinda what I'm trying to do here. Uh Felino called his shot. He he didn't hold back, did he? I, I wasn't expecting to see that. I gotta be completely honest. I think I just got on Twitter, you know, brain turned off. Like I just see like a quote with a player and anytime, pretty much any time I see a player and a quote, I'm going to look at it no matter who the player is. It could be a player on a different team. I'm going to read oh, what the quote says. And I see it's Nick Felino. I got to say, Oh sh- I got to see this. Like they quoted Nick Felino, and it was on NHL NBC sports. So I was like, Oh my gosh, like oh, this is probably like kind of an interesting quote. I read it and I was like, he called his shot. He called his shot.
2: He he lifted his stick up and pointed at
1: deep left and said we're going for it. it, it it's not, not he called his shot. He's calling it. it. Like, I love it. I, I'm all about it. Screw it. Why not? Why not us? Like I feel like I say this every year yeah. at this time. Why not us? But
2: it's especially more this year than the last three years, why
1: not us? Things look kind of set up for the Jackets to have, like, a, a good run. Like I, like, I don't know. I, I think we talked, we've talked about this plenty of time, but the Jackets match up so well with the Leafs. The Leafs are, like, the exact kind of team the Jackets want to play.
2: Well, and honestly, like I think the most interesting thing about all of this, and I think it's like kind of what we talked about on why this postseason is going to be so much harder, but it could also—it's also really good for some other teams like the Jackets. Is everyone's essentially on a clean slate?
1: Yeah, yeah. Everything is starting completely like everyone, new. Everything right, like is starting completely new. It's essentially
2: a new. It's essentially a whole new season that just formatted into the playoffs because you can't go off what you did in the regular season because that was like three months ago.
1: Yeah, no, everything is completely starting anew. And I got to tell you, Tom, I was bouncing around today on the internet because I wanted to come in with something I wanted to see, like, what people are thinking about this series, like NHL writers, anybody, fans, anything. Um, so I was on Twitter, and I was on Google, and I was on YouTube, and I was, like, just looking at as much as I can for a hard 30 minutes, like a solid 30 minutes of just, like, Googling and Googling and looking and looking. What were people predicting about this series? And, Tom, I found 22 predictions total. Only if I only found 22 but I, I also tried to use somewhat, like, I did research on the people, made sure they were writers, or made sure, like, if they were hockey fans, like, that they did follow the sport really well on Twitter. 22 predictions, Tom. Do you want to guess how many of those predictions had the Blue Jackets winning this opening series against Toronto?
2: 18. One. Oh, dang. I thought I was shooting for the stars. There I mean,
1: again. one.
2: Well, everybody says at, at the beginning of the year, everyone always says the Leafs are going to run away with the cup, and then they get, like, halfway through the season, everyone's like, oh, wait. They don't – we remember they don't have a blue line.
1: But the thing is, is what I'm coming in by saying this is, like, that is playing to your part that everybody has a clean slate because we basically have nothing to – Base this off of, we only have just like the seeding basically because everybody's healthy. Nobody's been playing. It's purely one team versus the next. And everybody is going off the skill and the star power and everything and saying it's the Leafs that are going to win this series. Like it's a no brainer for them. And they completely forget what the Blue Jackets did last year against oh, yeah. the Lightning. And there's one guy, Tom, out of 22 yeah, people that I looked at. One guy, his name is Sean Diaversa. He's from Connecticut. The only thing in his Twitter bio is just Connecticut. And he's got a little hockey player. He's got himself playing hockey, high school hockey. And he's got 16 followers. 16 followers. And he writes for this blogger site called Drive for Five. He gives his official predictions and he calls his shot and says the blue jackets are beating the leafs he's the only guy
2: well i like where his head's at um but and i no i think the best way to put it is kind of going off what you said like it's a clean slate like you go off the star power so at the beginning of the year like like you're we're essentially, Essentially, everyone's looking at this like it's the beginning of the regular season, and they look at a team like the Leafs, and they're like, "Wow, they got Matthews, Marner, Tavares, like they got all these guys, so they're gonna naturally just pick them, but they don't look at the team as a whole.
1: No, they're not looking at the team as a whole. And like the thing is, I was you know looking around, I came across one guy, his he's his name on YouTube is the Hot Take Hockey Guy. Apparently, so I'm like, all right, I'll check this guy. See, like, this is me going through trying to see what all these YouTubers and stuff are saying. And I click on the video, and the video titled is 2020 NHL playoffs predictions. So I'm like, okay, like this is it. And he has a Blue Jackets jersey on in the video, and I'm like, oh, oh, sweet, like this guy is gonna boost our Bro. wheels. Leafs, Leafs and four. He's got Leafs and four. Well, did he rip it off? Did he at least like? Did he at least rip it
2: off like no. a Paul Kogan shirt? No. Like, did he at least? Was he at least cool about it?
1: No, he just oh, said Leafs and Four. I want to go, I want to read what the Sean Diaversa guy I, says good. about the Blue Jackets Leafs. He says the Blue Jackets and Maple Leafs are a very intriguing matchup in what should be one of the best playing series, despite being far less skilled. Okay, just go ahead and knock us. The Columbus Blue Jackets have a very good shot at advancing past the qualifying round. There's no doubt in anyone's mind that the Leafs are the better team on paper and are favored to win the series. However, this was the same case with Columbus and Tampa Bay's brief first-round series last season. While fans love to throw the choker label at Tampa Bay due to the series partially, not many fans gave Columbus credit where it was due. Facts, facts. God, I'm so pumped. I didn't expect to get this pumped tonight. I didn't expect to get this pumped tonight.
2: I mean, I'm not scared of the Leafs. I'm not scared of uh, scared of them at all. We
1: consistently make
2: fun of. I was them. De- I was definitely more. I was definitely more scared of the bolts last year.
1: Oh, so much more. I mean, they are so skilled. So so offensively talented they are a little gritty just a little gritty like not and super gritty blue, and, and they, they got they got a blue line and they have a they have a great power play they had a great goaltender Dude, we had everything to be afraid of absolutely everything to be afraid of and they had playoff experience the toronto maple leafs are a team that can't get past the first round and they are constantly being built up by the would, rest of the league and now they're playing a team in the Blue Jackets in which they feel like they're favored. We're going to wax these guys. I, I, I'm I, going to say it. I'm going to say it. Don't make me say it. I don't want to say it.
2: Don't say it. Um, Definitely out of like the last four years between the Penguins, Caps, Bolts, and Leafs, I would say I'm the least scared of the, playing the Leafs.
1: I I wholeheartedly Penguins, agree.
2: Penguins got eight sevens. So that's always scary. Caps got eight. It was just a Russian bear. And the Bolts just have an, an all-star team. The Leafs, they got no one except Pablo.
1: They, they only have him, uh, Paul Marner's burner account and Mitch Marner, hot doggy and love to see it, uh, <laughs> They always have him. Gosh, I would love to see, like, the fallout of people being mad at the Leafs on Twitter. If the Blue Jackets wax them, I'd love to see the fallout.
2: I would love it um, because if there is one fan base that just loses their minds when their team loses – it's the leafs and i really just want to go to the did the leafs win today twitter account when we sweep them
1: you said it i didn't want to say it but it's it's to me i see i feel like i feel like the Jackets are going to trounce these guys i feel like they're just going to pound them to the ground pound them that's just what i feel like and I know we got to let the games just, play out and everything, but just like I'm just getting so excited about it. I can't contain myself just thinking about hockey. I don't I do not care. People ask me all the time, hey, "But there's going to be no fans." I don't care. It that does not matter to me. I get excited about hockey. I don't get excited about people sitting in seats yelling.
2: No, I like yeah, I I'm just as excited for hockey. The fans only just add to the atmosphere. But, I I mean, hockey's hockey. Like, you watch it to watch the sport. You don't watch it to watch the fans jump up.
1: I was thinking this today. The perfect cure for not having fans is just like – and this is bad. I understand this is bad, but – Let's be honest, not everybody Don't has say it if it's bad. No, it's not that bad. It's it's bad, but it's not that bad. Um not everybody has been doing this, but we're all supposed to be not hanging out with people, but I am giving you permission now find a group of buds. Uh b- be safe, make sure everybody's feeling good, maybe wear a mask if you're hanging out with them. I hung out with some friends the other night, Tom. You saw me wearing a mask. It was just having a poker night, but I didn't care. I was going to wear because I'm just all about being safe. But I'm just reflecting on the environment that we had at your house last night. Or not last night, but last year when we were watching Bolts and, and Jackets game one. And I'm thinking about the environment that we had for Bruins and Blue Jackets game two at Zeta. And I'm like, I couldn't even hear the crowd on TV. Because I just like heard the oohs and the ahs of me sitting in the in the room I'm in and that's all I needed. That's all I need. I just need the hockey, the buds, the beer, and I'm set, man. And and we're back. We're back. It feels so good to be talking about Blue Jackets hockey again and and, and it feel alive and to really I mean the best thing I could have seen after seeing Nick Felino call his shot is seeing Zach R- mullet Zach Rowensky. Mullet mustache combo Zach Rowensky. That's the best thing I could have ever seen. No he looks like
2: he looks like Joe Dirt. I love it. He. But I was look. I was just thinking back when you started talking about it, and I was like, I was thinking back to when we were down three nothing, and I was like, man, if someone would have walked in without knowing the environment we were in, they would have thought like somebody died close to us.
1: Wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. People. I mean, the room was dead. The room was dead. It was. Like, exactly what a hockey arena would look like when a team is down 3 nothing. Like, they would be dead. But then it got brought back to life with just a few goals, and we were steaming, and, and it felt good, man. And we were jumping up and down and high and because there's nothing that gets me excited. And if you're and here you listening it? to this podcast, there's nothing that gets you more excited than Jackets hockey, and we're about to have it back. And I don't need to say any more, but... Do I remember, do you remember who? who got
2: that first goal, Oh, too? So it
1: was capped? It was captain? It was the guy. He did it for his kids. Yeah, That's what we did. Do you think he did it for his kids? He we called, just need to get him to do everything for
2: his it. kids. Just think about your kids every time, and you'll probably be a 50-goal scorer.
1: Like, think about it. Nothing really gets him riled up or motivated, but, like, before he goes out on the ice, like, you know, like, Brad Larson's saying to, like, Tour, it's like, hey, man, like I just don't think I don't think Nick's going to bring the juice tonight. Did you show him a picture of his kids? Oh, I totally forgot. Hey, Nick. And he's like, <laughs> he's like I got to win the cup. <laughs> I got to win it now. Two things get Nick Leno
2: very motivated. His kids and pop- Steven Stamkos' okay.
1: Poppy Veins. Okay, I was going to say Poppy Veins or Papa John's because he loves Papa John's.
2: No. He does love Papa John's, but I've never seen Nick Felino more determined than when he was staring at Steven Stamkos' poppy vein,
1: <laughs> because he was thinking I about he was gonna, his kids. I he was, kill he was, he was thinking, thinking about his kids.
2: I don't know. I think he was too entrapped in that freaking vein and Stamkos's head. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm getting this guy going. I'm getting. I'm going. Yeah. No, I'm really excited about this. He's I think said, it's going to
2: be. He's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who's going to break the new to Steven Stamkos? Here's the thing. Here's the thing is that adult adult league hockey is electric, right? Absolutely. Like a good adult league hockey game is pure electricity. So if you have the highest level of athletes, the highest level of adult leaguers, which is the NHL, playing – in a normal adult league atmosphere, it's adult going to be it's going to be electric.
2: Dude, I wish they were playing at IceWorks
1: so badly. I so badly wish they had to endure <laughs> the, it? the IceWorks experience of walking in, going from ninety degrees outside straight to seventeen degrees, walking by the little nacho cheese stand and the pretzel. And hot dog rolly machine. And
2: the hot dog. <laughs> and
1: and they have to show their ID to the guy and check in. Uh yeah, Seth Jones, uh, defenseman, blue jackets number three. I just so badly wish they had to do that. I'm t- I'm so with you there.
2: I think it's a little delayed because I'll say something and then uh, I just don't hear anything for like five seconds and I'm like, oh, maybe we broke out but i think it's a delay
1: maybe that's why i'm so fired up because i we have to i have to continuously wait for the delay between what i finish saying and what you're about to say and that gives me way too much brain time to sit there and get mad about sports which i decided to do today i decided i'm going to get pissed about sports today just i'm just going to get pissed and it's it's pissed. It's, it's pissed is and delay, excitement. But I love it. I know it's it's not bad. I'll edit. I'll edit this out. I'll surely edit this out. All right.
2: Because um <laughs> it's such a sad delay.
1: <laughs> it it is great. It honestly it's so bad right now. But who cares? Um, it is what it I is.
2: Say you leave this. Oh. Say you leave.
1: This it is, is this what is covid. It is, it is what it is. Get that pepper <laughs> off that steak. Get that pepper off that steak. Come on, man. What are you doing? Not the mustard. Not the mustard. Get that mustard away. Oh gosh. All right. Uh <laughs> The Jack Adams. What are we talking? What are
2: he do? Whose car are
1: we leaning on? <laughs> whose freaking car are we leaning on? Five uh, dollars? Six dollars? Six dollars for a train ticket? <laughs> Six fucking dollars for a train ticket? I can't believe uh, this. Uh, all right, Jack uh, Adams, the the Jack Adams, the Jack Adams. Yeah, yeah. Torch doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's get. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like. <laughs> The Jack Adams, if it's similar to the Heisman at all, which is an individual award, I'm just comparing it, the Heisman winner, they always get bumps for being the pretty guy, for being the guy that says all the right things outside of the lock, you know, to the media. It's kind of all plays into it, right? I would like to believe that the NHL Coach of the Year is the complete opposite of that. Like, the more of a just hockey-hungry, personality personality that you are ready for hockey and just cussing up a storm on tv the more of that that you are the more likely you are to win the hockey coach of the year award i would like to believe that that is how the jack adams voters give out the jack adams and that's why i fully believe that and amongst other reasons why he has the jack adams locked in the bag
2: well, number one, Torch sells water on our TV, so that puts him well above the, uh, the other competition. Two, I don't know how you can put the Bruins' head coach. He's got like one of the most loaded teams in the league, um, and the Flyers. Uh, that that was a pretty good pick too.
1: The Flyers is a good pick, but they also went hard this off season. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like if they. I feel like anybody could coach points, those teams. I thought. I feel like anybody could coach those teams, though. Like I don't, I don't attribute that to the coaching. Like, oh, I, the the think about the hype that the Bruins had going into this year. Think about the hype that the Flyers had going into this year. Think about the hype that the Blue Jackets had going into this year. They had no hype. They had no hype compared to those other two teams. No,
2: I I, I agree. I was just saying like. The Flyers also had hype last year. It's just they brought in a new coach who brought the best out of them and took them to, if they would have finished the regular season, possibly first in the Metro. But my vote's still for Torts. I mean, the Flyers didn't lose anybody, they gained people. Torts was the only coach that lost his entire team, essentially, and took him to a playoff spot.
1: You're just having a. Little sense of optimism. You're having you're having a an obs uh, an observed sense of your own optimism, trying to contain it and recognizing that the Flyers coach, whatever, his, what's his name, v- v- Vignault.
2: Like yeah, Vignault. Vignault. Yeah. Never pronounce it. I right. can't. I
1: can't either. Um, him and Bruce Cassidy. Like they, v- they over Bruce Cassidy, but like. Credit to those coaches. They did have uh, good years. Um, Absolutely. Great coaches. And then Mike Sullivan, who was the other coach that was in the mix, also had a great year. Um, I honestly would have liked to see Rick Tockett up there. He could have been up there, but I guess the Yotes. I'm just thinking of, like, Western Conference teams that could have been in the mix. Um, Certainly him, I would like to believe, could have been.
2: I think uh, I think Sullivan should have been over Cassidy because Cassidy had his basically his whole team for the entire year, whereas Sullivan at one point was missing all of his stars and they were they they were still winning games and still in the playoff spot. Yeah, um, I was just more talking about the Flyers guy in a sense like I can see why he would win it I, but like I said I still think Torts is the number one candidate I mean he lost every single player that made it our team last year and said screw them we're still gonna be a playoff team."
1: yeah no I completely agree um yeah no that is I mean, I mean Torts,
2: Torts Torts and Vinal did exactly the same thing like through what everyone's thinking, we're still going to be a playoff team. It's just I think Torts went a little more above and beyond because Vinalt kept all of his players and added some players, whereas Torts lost everybody. He lost his players. Said, yeah, we're still going to be it. Yeah, no, I think we're still going to be a playoff team. I
1: imagine that that is going to be a driving factor. But my whole point was that him swearing on TV is great publicity. Maybe in other sports like college football. Maybe you don't want your quarterback doing that when he's up for like a finalist award, but you're a head hockey coach. That's what you want him doing.
2: Him getting asked, hey, are you going to cut back on your cussing because there's not going to be any fans and the the cameras might pick up what you're saying and him saying, I don't give a shit. Best quote. ever. Yeah.
1: Best quote. I love it. So that's, that's your torts talk for the night. Uh, I'm so excited for this weekend. Because, Tom, you're hitting the links with me tomorrow, and I haven't. I've been dwindled my links, my linkage down to once a week. I've been getting to play golf, which you know is very fortunate. I lo- I am very very privileged to get to play golf. It is an awesome sport, but I am addicted to it. So the fact that I get to, ex- I get to exalt my addiction tomorrow and get to, uh watch it play out is just really exciting to me. So in honor of that, I think we are ready. If you're ready to move on to the bill of rights, which is four things you say on the golf course.
2: Um, Yeah. I just want to throw a disclaimer while I got you on the phone. And so everyone else can hear it. If I have a really bad score tomorrow, it's because I got new clubs and I haven't got a feel for them yet.
1: I love it. And for that reason, that, that just gets me excited to get this thing going. So Bill of Rights, of the four things you love to say on the golf course. Uh, Tom, I think I went first last week. Yeah.
2: Um. So I'll go, I, I guess. Uh, my, fi- my first one is you're walking up to the green and your buddy looks at you and just says, hey, your ball's chirping.
1: <laughs> so you – okay. All right. So this is a thing that somebody's saying to you that you like and – I agree. I mean, that's one of them, your favorite things to hear is your like, ball's chirping. Like, it doesn't matter like how that, you're up there. Even if you're
2: – I kind of took this – dang, this delay is really killing this us. This delay is – But hurtful. I was taking more of the topic – at. I was taking the topic more as, like, just favorite sayings you want, like, that's on the golf course. Yeah. So no,
1: that's completely fine. Just hearing
2: someone or me saying to someone else, like, like, saying to someone else, hey, your ball's chirping. I love that. I love that. I love that phrase. I
1: couldn't agree more, Tom. I honestly couldn't agree. Even if you're 50 feet away from the hole, like you had a wide open green to work with, you're 100 yards away. 100 yards away, you could have honestly putted it up to the pin, but you decide I'm gonna I'm gonna flop it up, and you flop it up dead left on the complete other side of the green, and your buddy says to you, "Your ball's chirping." That's what I love to hear. Um, all right, so it's my turn. Uh, I'm so excited for this. Because I have a ton of things I love to say, but I can only pick four. I, in honor of you saying something that somebody says to you, I'm going to also say something that somebody says to you. So let's say it's like maybe your first time golfing with this person. And they say to you, and you had like a couple good shots. Like maybe you had a par on the first hole. And then you hit a good drive on the second hole. And somebody says to you, did you golf in high school? Love that. God, I love that. I love when somebody thinks I golfed in yeah. high school because they saw four of my swings. Because and they're like, damn, that means I played those holes good. And then and then you get the hole nine and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy didn't this play guy high school. I, I'm thinking about saying, yeah, I so badly just want to be like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did golf in high school, but I can't because I know hole two's coming. It'll come back again. Hole two is Come coming. All right. Uh, second thing I love saying All right. on the golf course, I, it's it's a snake draft. Is when you're just watching your buddy swing, and you know maybe you and him are having a back and forth, and you know he's been hitting some good shots. Like your buddy had like three or four good holes in a row, and you don't think you're gonna catch him, and you just need him to hit one bad shot, and he just scolds it. I love saying. Skulled. Skulled. <laughs> like when he just, Hold it's it. a complete Burner <laughs> Like he just it's a burner and just Skulls it kills all the worms. Maybe the, my favorite skulls are when your buddy is on the is on Is like right next to the green maybe in the rough and you know is like looking to flop it up and he just skulls it across To the other side you're like that's not where you're supposed to go, buddy. So that's my number two. Scold it.
2: Um, my number two is yeah. You're gonna like that when someone's in the tee box. And you just you just say yeah hey, yeah. You're gonna like that yeah. one because <laughs> you know they and like and like I'm saying this and like this guy just nuked it. Like just it wasn't it. just a nice soft toss out of the tee box. Like this guy just sent it. He just sent it to the next county. And I'm just casually just going, yeah, you'll like that one.
1: That or uh, it'll be fine.
2: It'll be fine, yeah. You just got to play it real soft for them because you know golf is like one of the most humbling sports. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, all right, you, want, you get to go again. Oh, okay. Uh, my third one, uh, let's
2: say, is um, when uh, I'm putting and uh, you're like 40 feet out. And, uh, you absolutely just murder the ball. No, we'll go, we'll go like, we'll go like 15 feet out actually. And you just actually murder it. And you just start yelling, hit a house,
1: hit a house, hit a house. <laughs> like, please come back, bounce off something. And there's nothing on the green. Yeah. You know, it's gone. <laughs> you, 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 it. you like, a it. Like,
2: you're 15 feet out. And like, you just got to give it a nice soft tap and you just rocketed it Yeah. And you're just like you hit a house, hit a barn, something.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, my 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 other one I love to say is the wind got it. Like like let's say like you just have a terrible swing. Like you know you have a terrible swing, and you're thinking you're gonna like pipe this shot, and you just whack it, and it goes straight right, like straight right, like goes up and right totally sliced it and you're like ah, I think the wind got it <laughs> when you know the wind didn't get it and the, and the wind could like and like
2: the wind could be dead is <laughs> better than it like anything it's like, so there's dead. no wind at
1: all you're in a cave you're you're in a cave there's no wind and, but the wind got it the wind took it um <laughs> I, the wind the wind up tops a lot heavier my my last one and I really love this one, it's a staple. Um um but the phrase is get away from me, Satan. I say that because I know he starts he starts to creep in. You might be playing bogey golf through four holes. And then you just have that one bad hole where you have a, a triple bogey, meltdown hole, four over par, maybe two water shots. And you're walking off the green and your buddy just hit a par and he's hit, hit like two pars in a row. And you just say to yourself, get away from me, Satan, because, you know, he's creeping up and telling you, you You just got to you just gotta
2: shake it off. That's all you're telling yourself. Just shake it off. <laughs> It's not today, Satan. It's
1: it's it's just barely under your breath. You're walking off, you're looking down the ground, and you say, Get away. Because not right now. I need this round. Yeah, it's, some, it's, it's something you say to yourself. It's something you say to yourself. I battle with it on the golf course. Um, my fourth
2: one is uh, so look, So we both play like one mole again per nine. Like Hayden and I, we both play. You, you take one mole again at any point and around the 9 you want uh my favorite saying to say is uh that was a good mulligan take. Yes,
1: good molly take. I love a good molly take. Like where you just completely because there is there is
2: nothing worse than saying okay, I got to take a mulligan and you just absolutely chunk the hell out of it.
1: Yeah. I mean just a chunky monkey for days. Um gosh, I have so many good ones, That's Tom. The worst thing ever. I have so many good ones. We might have to do a part two on this Bill of Rights later, down the road.
2: I mean, I could do like a whole Bill of Rights for this for Ben Sauter. Yeah, he's got some great. <laughs> I have. Well,
1: let's save this. Let's keep this one in the vault. Um, and save them another time. I have so many good ones. I'd say keep going, but the delay, uh, is is tough, and we're at almost an hour here. It's bad. And I'm starving. It's. Bad. I it's bad. I'm starving. Um,
2: well, well, you can go tell your dog about it.